Welcome to the Healing Experiment podcast, where we don't just talk about healing. We create a felt experience of healing in every single episode. Our intention is to immerse you into a healing experience while holding the intention to heal and awaken humanity one heart at a time. Are you ready to feel it for yourself? My name is Sue Dumay. I am a global impact visionary leader, intuitive healer, spiritual medium, and mentor. I am honored to be your host for the healing experiment. Today's healing experience will be forgiving broken promises. I don't know how many of you have had an experience where someone has made a promise and they broke it, or perhaps you've made a promise yourself and you broke it, broke it toward yourself, broke it toward another, but promises are one of those sticky areas in our human experience that can get really easily hijacked by the ego. So today I want to talk about promises and in relationship to fear-based promises or guided or love-based promises and help you discern between the two. And then we're going to do a process to actually go back into all the timelines, past, present, future, as well as parallel timelines, multiple timelines, and past lives to clear any broken promises that are holding you back or acting as history anchors. History anchors are things that are actually embedded somewhere in the past that are keeping us stuck in some way or creating some form of resistance or obstacle energetically or otherwise. A lot of times these History anchors can be old spiritual contracts, past life influences, but also past trauma and wounds from childhood as well. So we're going to dive in today and look at promises. My encouragement for you, if you're able to, when you do listen to the episodes, is to close your eyes and sink in with me. Let go of all distractions and if you're driving, then, you know, listen, keep your eyes open, obviously. But find a space, if you can, where you can really just sink in and receive and allow the healing to take place at the deepest possible level. When you also set an intention, it will deepen your experience of these episodes and open the potential even more for healing. So what's the difference between a promise and an intention. Let's look at that first. For me, when I set an intention, it's tuning into my heart, opening up space for guidance, and allowing an intention to come through. So I don't set intentions from my head. I set intentions from my heart space. And I allow the more divinely guided intentions to be what I hold. When you make a promise, you can do the same thing. You can bring that promise into your heart and tune into it and ask if it's guided or not guided. And when we make a promise from that space of knowing that it's guided, then we can honor the experience as it unfolds without judgment. And we can trust that it's purposeful for everyone, including us. So a promise and intention are pretty close to each other, but promises have a bit more of a ego stronghold or a potential for an ego hijack 
because promises in the world, in our humanness, are so tied up into fear-based programming. And promises can be made from a place of people-pleasing, being afraid to let others down, promising to do something that you know in your heart you're not meant to. So there's a lot of stickiness around promises. And then we look at promises made by other people and those, especially those promises that have been broken. And what happens to our hearts, what happens in our minds when other people break promises to us. So let's look at promises made by other people first. So as you close your eyes and breathe into that, tune into broken promises made by others. Recognizing that sometimes other people make promises that are fear-based, make promises out of guilt or obligation. People can make promises from a place of wanting to please or wanting to save or wanting to help someone when they're not meant to. A lot of people make promises in their head and with the ego. Now, going back a little bit, for those of you that maybe are new to me, the ego is our teacher of fear. It's like an overprotective helicopter parent that will stop at nothing to keep you safe, protected, and playing small. It only knows fear. The ego is our teacher of separation and dividedness in, in society. It keeps us feeling divided and separate from everything and everyone. It ends up being a powerful teacher of some deep, heavy lessons, but it can also really play a role of keeping us safe. And that safety often comes at a cost. So the ego can also be disguised as love. It can also disguise itself as your spiritual teacher, it can disguise itself as love itself and use the language of spirituality and love to confuse you or to manipulate or, or keep you stuck. So for example, the ego would say, come this way, I can keep you safe. That's a promise that the ego will make from a place of fear. But spirit, who I name as spirit, that's the other teacher in your mind. That's the teacher of love. That's the one that can guide you and direct you moment to moment and is serving the highest good of all. So when we tune into our heart and we honor the message or guidance from our inner spirit, our divine self or God or the universe, whatever it is you want to call it, when we honor our inner teacher of love and we follow that guidance then it's actually serving all of humanity and beyond so when we are listening to spirit spirit will say you are safe and ego disguised as love will say come this way let me keep you safe i can keep you safe but in truth we are safe so it goes beyond fear. It, it, it knows no fear. It only knows love. So spirit is our teacher of love. 
and a very powerful guide for us. It's our internal GPS. So when it comes to promises made by the ego, you can see how some of the promises made by ego can be obviously fear-based and some can be disguised as love, but are embedded in fear. When it comes to broken promises from others, if we actually stop and wonder or be curious about where the promise came from, did they make that promise from a place of ego and fear? Then perhaps there's a little bit more room for forgiveness or we can let go of the judgments or the hurt because we know it was coming from a place of their own fear projected outward. At the same time, when we forgive, it's not about letting people off the hook. Sometimes they do need to be, sometimes we need to have this radical, honest or sweaty palm conversation. And those are not comfortable, but sometimes they're necessary. And then other times we just need to forgive and let go without needing to confront that person or without needing to have a conversation. And that's real a real deep practice of forgiveness is forgiving someone when they aren't sorry or when they don't even know that you're hurt. And forgiveness becomes a practice for you. It's about forgiving it, forgiving the hurt over, forgiving the pain, the suffering, the the worry, the fear, everything that goes along with holding on to unforgiveness. Unforgiveness becomes a toxin in our bodies, in our minds. And it's like a poison that's slowly eating away at us on the inside. So holding on to unforgiveness through resentment or anger or frustration of another or irritation about what they're doing or not doing or just holding a grievance against somebody else is actually harming us. We will often hold on to hurt in our heart in an attempt to harm another, but we actually are only harming ourselves. So it's important to recognize that unforgiveness is actually poisoning us. And our choice is to forgive. And I always look at forgiveness as forgiving it over. So we forgive over the hurt and we ask for healing. We forgive our thoughts, our resentment, our anger, and we ask to be healed. We ask to be shown another perspective. We ask to return to peace. Because unforgiveness, I guarantee, is interfering with your peace on one level or another. And it often will act as a filter in which we go through life. So if you have unforgiveness for a past relationship, a broken promise um, in a past relationship, then you will carry forth that hurt as a filter, you will carry forth that unforgiveness as a filter that will actually impact and influence your future relationships, all relationships, especially any intimate relationships. So the choice is to forgive and release. And when we understand that a lot of broken promises, a lot of promises are made from ego, then we have a little bit more space for forgiveness because we've created an understanding that that person was coming from fear or that person was coming from manipulation or or ill intent but they're 
in pain themselves or they're hurting themselves so therefore it's projected outward again it doesn't mean that what they did was okay and that we let it go without them being accountable it just means that we can forgive because we have a better understanding and then we have make a choice for peace within our own hearts we make a choice for love for us So let's look at our broken promises to self. We can do the same process, forgiving it over and forgiving ourselves, maybe creating a level of understanding where, where we came from when we made that promise in the first place. Were we coming from fear? Were we coming from love? What was driving it? I know a lot of times I made a lot of promises in the past from a place of people pleasing. I was a chronic people pleaser for a long time. I also made a lot of promises because I wanted to help people so badly that I would commit to everything. I would say yes to everything. And then I ended up with too much on my plate and I couldn't do everything. But I also recognized that every time my ego placed a promise, it didn't feel clean. It felt off and it felt icky. And there was always some form of compromise or some consequence. And it usually fell back on me either I had an issue with my health that came up or some some guilt that rose up or something to the effect there was a lot of self-sacrificing for me as I was growing up so I had a lot of broken promises toward myself the one thing I learned over the years about promises is if I make promises that come from my heart, that are guided, then I, it feels clear, but I also feel supported in that. It's sustainable. The challenge is when we listen to our heart, when we're guided from our inner spirit, when we allow our life by divine to really animate our lives, to make those decisions, we let our divine self or we orchestrate and allow our divinity to guide us in our humanness, then we often will receive spiritual redirects. So when I make a promise and I can't fulfill it because I'm getting a spiritual redirect, I would feel guilty. So I kind of stopped making promises and I went to intentions because my intention is to do this. So for example, for this radio show, for this podcast my intention was to do weekly podcasts but it hasn't started that way it hasn't played out that way I can only do what's guided so my promise to you is not to give you weekly podcasts not to have weekly interviews but to follow my guidance so I can promise you I will follow my guidance no matter what and if that means breaking a perceived promise then then that's what it is because I know when I follow the guidance that it's serving everybody it's serving all of humanity everywhere all together all at once it's serving mother earth and everything so for me following my guidance is the one promise that I can absolutely make to everyone I promise to follow my guidance. And I do that like 24-7. I'm, I'm constantly 
you know, in alignment, doing my best to be in alignment. If I'm out of alignment, I'm doing my best to get back into alignment. So for me, healing is a full-time job and I've been doing this for 50 years. I was born a healer. My first memory of, of healing was in utero toward my mom, supporting my mom. I could feel my dad's presence. I, I was born a healer. I've been doing this for a long time. Now, for a while, I got kind of lost in the darkness and I definitely was trying to numb out my gift because as an empath, I'm an elemental empath. I actually have like all the empaths. You can check off all the boxes for me. I can feel Mother Earth. I can feel the, the animals and get messages from them. I can feel humanity. I can feel everything. I can feel the trees. I can feel the tree crying when it gets cut down. There's a lot that I feel. And over the years, it was very confusing. I could feel people's physical pain in my body. I could feel their emotions. I could hear their thoughts. I, I, it was overwhelming, as you can probably try and imagine. Or those of you that are empaths are nodding your head. Yeah, I hear you. I get it. So growing up, I tried to numb it out. I tried to disconnect from it. I tried to turn it off. And I tried lots of different things, including alcohol, to try and escape it but there was no escape it was my gift it was a gift that I was meant to extend in the world and it wasn't until I woke up one morning and really realized just how much of a gift it was I had a beautiful experience with a friend where I literally reached in and removed some pain and it was gone she her eyes popped open wide and looked at me like what did you do I thought I was in trouble at first then I realized that it it actually cleared and she felt no more pain I was in awe. In that moment, I realized I wasn't cursed. It was a gift. So I started to shift into owning my gift and embracing my gift and, and expanding my gift and honoring it instead of judging it or wishing it away. So my promise to myself was that I would stop at nothing to heal all my blocks to my gifts. I, I would stop at nothing to continue to expand and, and step into my light and shine it as bright as I can moment to moment. And I promise you, I am not clear of the ego. I'm working uh, at the level of the ego all the time. If it shows up, I, I face it. I look at it. I explore it. I get in underneath it. I'm willing to do the work and I do that 24-7. That's one promise I make. And that is because I'm guided to do this work. It's clear. It's on my path. So I do have five promises I hold for my clients and my inner circle members. And they're, again, all around me following my guidance. And following my guidance overrides even these promises. Because if I'm not guided to work with somebody then it's not serving, so therefore I will let them know I'm not meant to work with them, that there's somebody else that's meant to. If someone's not meant to, if they're not guided to invest in one of my programs, I will let them know so that they can move to follow the guidance that, and go to, in the direction that they're meant to go. I am so committed to following my guidance. That is the one promise I will not break. And in those moments where I might forget, I forgive. And I get back into alignment. 
So the five promises I hold for my clients, my inner circle members is I won't tell you what you need, what you want to hear. I won't tell you what you want to hear, but I promise to tell you what you need to hear. And what you need to hear is not always what you want to hear. Number two, I won't enable you. I promise to empower you. There's a lot of, mm, there's a lot of communities out there that will enable you and want you to stay in and relying on them and they will make you doubt and and this is where we're seeing a lot of the spiritual narcissists come in the spiritual ego come in and it's disguised as helping others but it's actually not it's actually enabling others to stay depending or dependent on and that's not serving so for me, it's all about empowering and knowing that the answers are all within you and I may need to help you shine light on those answers or I may empower you by giving you different tools. I may need to give you the answer sometimes and, and often I do give you pieces of the puzzle, but when I work with my clients, I'm all about in, empowering them to be able to eventually do it for themselves and only come to me when they're stuck or only come to me when they have a blind spot. My third promise is I promise to be radically honest, to call people on their stuff, to call them on their ego, but also to keep myself in check and call myself on my own ego and my own stuff as well. And I'm open if I'm called out by others as well, willing to look at that because it's important that we, are, we, we all have our blind spots, which brings me to promise number four, to shine light on blind spots and expose the he, hidden ego hijacks without judgment. I know how challenging it is to unwind from the ego. I know how challenging it is to, to expose and unwind the spiritual ego. So when I meet others and I shine light on those tender spots, those resistant spots, I do so with love, compassion, and non-judgment. And then the fifth promise I make is I promise to be your mighty companion. If you're meant to work with me, I will be your mighty companion. I will walk you through those dark, dense places. I will do that with grace and love and compassion. And I'll walk you out the other side into the light. And at the same time, I'll be your biggest cheerleader, celebrating the miracles that come. So for me, promises are that those are the five promises I hold. But again, I my overriding promise is I promise to follow the guidance. And that's what I'm doing today with you in this episode is just allowing the message to come through in whatever way it's meant to. So let's go inward and do a little bit of forgiveness around broken promises. Let's clear some of those in those pieces that are maybe still impacting you and holding you stuck in some ways. So I'm going to invite you at this time, if you're able to, close your eyes and sink in. If you're not already in that place of receiving and softening the muscles and in that relaxed state to allow and be open to receive, I would encourage you to do that now. And if you're not able to sink in and close your eyes, then you can come back to this again. With your eyes closed, bringing your awareness to your breath and noticing each inhale and each exhale. Using the breath to anchor you in the present moment. 
And we're going to call forth all hurt, resentment, all wounds and trauma are re- that are related to broken promises. We're going to call forth all of those wounds, all of those pieces to rise closer to the surface for healing. Now, as I was speaking, they were probably already rising, but we're really going to evoke, invoke a call for them to rise. So if you're willing to allow any and all that's related to broken promises that you're still holding, that's no longer serving you. If you're willing to have those rise to the surface, say yes, with the intention of allowing. There we go. So it might intensify some emotions. It might bring back some memories and thoughts. It may, you may have some physical sensations. Just hold steady with me. Just stay with me, breathe. Beautiful breath in. You can even use a falling out breath with a big sigh. (sighs) Letting some of that go through your breath. So I'm going to hold all of this these layers and I'm going to just compact them a little bit, calling forth all past life, multiple timelines, any dimensions, any hidden conscious or subconscious hurt or energy from broken promises. And we're also going to call forth any contracts, spiritual contracts that are no longer serving. If you're willing to have all of that called forth to the surface, say yes. This is a participation as you're participating, you're saying yes, you're bringing the energy of yes into the space and the body and the energy will respond to that declaration of yes. Okay, so I'm just going to collapse. If you're willing, I'm going to collapse all timelines, past and parallel, multiple. Just breathe and allow that shift. We're going to clear all bodies, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, energetic, as well as etheric. In the etheric body, we're going to clear that imprint, the memory imprint from this life and past lives and multiple timelines as well. And we're going to upgrade your blueprint. If you're willing to have all of that happen for you, say yes. Just building the energy, bringing it in. And then activating the clearing. And then calling forth all broken promises to self. Again, across all timelines, past life and this life, multiple, parallel, all dimensions, all bodies, conscious or subconscious, hidden, or those that you're aware of. We're going to call them all forth. If you're willing to have all of these cleared, say yes. And then just setting an intention that anything you need to know will be brought to your heart to be understood. So if there's any level of understanding of any of these pieces, it'll be brought to your heart to be understood. If you're willing to have 
that occurs, I guess. Just compressing this all a little bit. And then clearing it all. He's setting the path for promises coming forward, moving forward from this moment on, bringing your awareness to the right side of your physical brain. The left side of your physical brain is the analytical side. That's where that left brain loop resides. That's where you have the ego dominating over there. It's very happy to create stories and that feed your fear or feed resentment. So we're going to shift out of that left side of the brain over to the right side of the brain. Present moment, creative side of the mind. The brain on this side is all connected to mindfulness and creativity. And then from that right side, coming down into your heart space, allowing your heart space to expand with each breath. And exhaling any tension with each breath out, expanding with each breath in. And then calling forth uh, your inner spirit. Your inner spirit is your divine self, your God self. Calling forth the quantum field, the unified field. And imagine you could just, even with your thought, reach up into the quantum field. Even with intention, reach up into the unified field and connect to your divine self. You are one with your divinity. You are one with the same divinity that we can all connect to. One heart, one mind, one one spirit that can guide us and direct us all. And we are all a beautiful, unique expression of that one divine source. From there, we can call forth that beautiful guide, create a bridge between our heart and our divinity, create a bridge between our humanness and our divine self. And this bridge becomes our internal GPS. Turn that internal GPS up. Turn up the volume. Turn up the ways that our divine self can communicate with us. It's not just voice or words. It's through images and feeling and sensation and different things that show up on our path and different signposts that come. We are open to those divine signposts. If you are willing to let your internal GPS guide and direct you more than you currently do, just say yes. Say yes and see what happens. We need to surrender our personal will, our human will over in exchange for our divine will, which is our true will. It is what we truly desire. 
and it is what we all truly need. If everyone woke up one morning unable to use their thinking mind and every decision came through the heart without a filter and our divine self was actually orchestrating and guiding us moment to moment, if everyone had that happen all at once, the world would change in an instant. Your promise to lead with your heart, your promise to be in alignment as much as you possibly can, your promise to be guided moment to moment and to follow that guidance as much as you can is the peace that has the potential to heal the world. It has the potential to heal within yourself and have a far greater impact than you can even begin to measure. If we all followed our guidance, we would all be love in action. Fear would dissolve. We would no longer be making choices based on our fear-based programming. We would be clearly guided by love and we would be love in action. Love would animate every moment, every word, every action, every gesture, and the world would change in an instant. Never underestimate the power of a choice for love. My invitation to you today is to promise to do your best, to be guided by love, to let your inner teacher of love guide you and direct you moment to moment. And when you forget, forgive. And when you remember, celebrate. As we forgive and offer over all those broken promises, we create space for a new promise to come in. And that's what we've done, is declaring a new promise to follow our guidance, to let love lead the way, to let our heart guide us moment to moment, to be love in action, to meet the fear in the world with love so that love expands. Make this one promise and be wildly curious about how your life will shift. And be open to celebrate all the miracles that will come on your path. Being in alignment, living life by divine, the side effect of it is miracles. It's a challenging path because it's going against the grain and the grain is fear. So when we go against fear in the world and we 
rub up against it in others, it will make others uncomfortable and sometimes it will make ourselves uncomfortable. But I encourage you to hold steady, to be that beacon of love, to be that lighthouse in the world, to promise to be in alignment with love as much as you possibly can. That is what the world needs. And that is how you can be of highest service to everyone, everywhere, all together, all at once. That is how you can be in service to the planet. Because we would be making different choices for the planet if it was all coming from love. It wouldn't be coming from greed. It wouldn't be coming from harm. It would be love in action. So if you want to serve at the highest possible level and have yourself included in that equation, then make a promise to be in alignment with love, to live your life by divine, allowing your divinity to animate your humanness. Take a deep breath and say yes. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. I promise to choose love. I promise to be love. I promise to align with love as much as I possibly can. And when I forget, I'll forgive. And when I remember, I'll celebrate. And so it is. Take a deep breath. Exhale through the mouth with a big sigh and just fulfill that yes. And align that promise. Mind, body, spirit with gratitude. Thank you for joining me today. Come back to this episode if you need to be reminded. I see you. I honor you. I appreciate you. Until next time, love and blessings.